0: Welcome to the Growth Moves Podcast with Rob Tyson. Hey, welcome back. Listen to Rob Tyson here. If people buy what you sell, you've got something. But how do you take that something and reach the next level with it? Well, next few podcasts are going to be quite short and sharp podcasts, but I've got five steps because I want to talk about how we did this with a training business we took them from about 150,000 pounds to uh, 600,000 pounds annually uh, in five steps so um, the the net worth of their business increased three times as well so it wasn't just about you know making more sales and not making any more profit We, we we managed to do a good job on that as well So there were five steps and I'm going to talk about the first step in this show and then the next four podcasts we're going to go through the other four steps. And why I think this is interesting is that anyone can do what we're going to be talking about because these steps for the most part were mindset shifts as much as anything, just different ways of doing things. So Here's the first one and this is the one which underpinned everything and you'll be pleased to know it's not some giant marketing project. Uh, It will cost you nothing and you can do this right away. So let me just give you the uh, bit of background. So uh, this is going back to uh, 2015 and a couple of ladies came along to a seminar I was running on online marketing and they came to me in a bit of a fix. They had a bit of a problem. Um, they had been running their training business about eight years. They were in a, a B2B market. They had lots of different clients, large organizations and small. And they there were the two founders and they both ran a number of different open training courses. And their aim was to fill these regular open classroom style training courses with between four and 12 people in the classroom, several times a month and then they would get in-house training engagements coming out of those open courses quite often that's it that's the business and they had lots of competition but demand in their space was pretty strong it was gradually growing and clients liked them they did a good job you know they they were they were good people they cared about the service they they were delivering so this should have been a nice business to just kind of steadily grow but they'd hit a problem because um apart from a bit of Pretty unpredictable referral business. All their new business came through bookings through their website and they'd bootstrap their business with very little capital. It wasn't like they had much of an advertising budget, especially in the early days. So one of the founders had got into SEO and had been seeing some decent results with that for two or three years. And they recognised they were they were very heavily reliant on this method of getting traffic. So they'd been dabbling in other marketing channels from time to time, but they'd never made any work consistently. And then disaster strikes. So the SEO the founder had been doing was w- what is called black hat. So in other words, it just broke the rules of, of Google. And they'd been Google slapped, as they say. So Google had... Um, demoted them in the search rankings their web traffic slowed to a trickle overnight and of course naturally bookings from their website dried up too and obviously as a training business like this you have fixed venue costs to pay and what this meant was that some of their courses were now barely profitable and uh, they were down to about £10,000 in revenue through the website per month so if you put in mind, you know, these are two people in their 50s, they pinned everything they had on the business, a pretty scary development, right? So they came to my seminars running, they were looking for new ideas. And one of the founders had a vision of creating a million pound a year turnover business that could be sold in, you know, five years. Uh, But having been burned by that SEO experience, they also knew that whatever they did next, it had to be sustainable, it couldn't just be some kind of online marketing trick uh, that wasn't going to be around. So how did they do that? Um, Because, of course, as you know, it seems like every minute in the online marketing world, you know, there's some different expert punting a different opportunity. Um, So how do you know what you should do? Anyway, they enjoyed my seminar. We began to work together. And after we talked about their business, we had a look at some of the numbers. We agreed on the first step. So this is the first step that I recommend you at least think about step one was this we decided we were just going to focus on the core 20% of their courses because they had about a dozen courses and we were going to just focus on the core 20% and just forget basically forget everything else so we were just going to concentrate on the you know these maybe two three four core courses and forget everything else and this is really key because the, the lesson here is that most of your current products and services, most of your current marketing activities, in short, most of the things you currently spend your time on in the business are losers. They are losers and they are actually detracting from the whole. You would be better off without these things. This is a really key thing uh, to, to think about. Um, As I say, when I began working with them, they had about a dozen different open courses they were trying to sell. But when we looked at the numbers, what we found was that about 80 percent of the profit in the business was accounted for by just these two or three courses. Now, by the way, if you're feeling kind of smug right now because you only have one or two products or services you sell, um, that's great. But you still need to use this principle. So we'll we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, you know, why were they selling all these courses? Well, they, they, they do what a lot of us do sometimes, which is we think, well, if we sell a wide range of products, that's the answer because that's going to expose us to a broader market. You know, after all, if there's something for everyone, you know, you, uh, you, know, you can get business from everyone. But in practice, it rarely works out that way. And um, why is that? It rarely works out because to get really good at anything, like marketing a course, a product, a service requires focus it takes focus to come up with above average messaging if you want to come up with above average copy it takes focus it takes focus to home in on the perfect markets and the perfect marketing channels now with two or three products or two or three courses in their case you actually have a prayer of doing that but if you're trying to do it for a dozen well, you know, good luck. It's just not going to happen. It's not possible for you as a small business um, to focus on, uh, you know, a dozen products, a dozen services and get the marketing to the state that it needs to be at. It's just not possible. So typically within any range of products or services, the, you know, you have a lot of losers. You have maybe 80% are losers really, and they're being subsidized by the winners. And It's actually worse than that. Even those ones that wash their face, as they say, or make a little bit of money um, or break even, then often they're not really economical in the grand scheme of things. Why is that? It's because they distract and drain energy and resources from the true winners. You see, the the, the, the true winners are often neglected and undernourished because people think, oh, well, you know, I've got this and it actually works pretty well. And so that's not the problem. It's this other product that's the problem. If only I could fix that. And that's kind of missing the point. You know, when you have something that's winning, that's the time to give that your attention and focus, because when you do that with that product, that's a winner. You have the potential for that to take off like a rocket. Uh, So you know again when we talked to the clients about this this was not necessarily an easy conversation to have because often uh, we're emotionally attached to our babies aren't we in inverted commas our, our products or services that we've created and it was a little bit like that with uh, with my clients there they didn't want to drop these poor performing courses altogether because they kind of liked them so we agreed on a compromise so okay we won't drop them we won't take them off the list but what we will do is we'll just focus our attention and we'll just market these big two or three Um, and after about a year we extended that to a big four and then actually they did drop several of the other courses altogether because they could just see that that, you know doing that made a lot more sense Um, and guess what you know with this focus only good things happen so um, by the time of our two-year anniversary of working together. They had a bumper month of about 55,000 of bookings through their website. So they've gone up about five or six times over that period of of time. Um, So that's it. That is step number one. It is just to focus on the core 20%. So that might be products for you, or it might be marketing channels. Um, You know, this is not an original idea, right? I mean, you know, this is the Pareto Principle. I love the book, The 80 20 Principle, um, by Richard Cost. You should go and check that out. A really good book if you're interested in getting into this. Um, but I find while a lot of people have actually heard of the principle, very few of them are actually doing it. So you get good when you focus. Now, with, with, uh, with my clients here, this was a case of. Uh, Focusing down to those one or two or three um, core products. But you know, what if you do have only one or two core products already? You might be saying, well, how can I focus down anymore? Well, the answer is you focus down on just one or two marketing channels because that's the way you're going to make the quickest, uh, Progress and this actually reminds me of working uh, with the ladies because they they were suckers really for bright bright shiny objects. So flavors of the month, you know. Oh, we sh- maybe we should be blogging. Should we, should we be LinkedIn posting? Should we be on Twitter now? Should we do be doing YouTube and on and on and on? It's not that any of these things is inherently bad. Um, you know, they they can be quite good uh, platforms. But the point is, you know, particularly as a small business. I mean, frankly, if you're any type of business, you have to pick your battles. You're only going to get good with focus. So as I said before, it's a a very simple mental shift to make. Number one, find out the handful of things that really deliver for you. Number two, get really good at those. And number three, forget the rest for now and maybe forever. So as I said, that was step number one. Step number two, uh, we are going to have for you very soon and here's a little question to get you in the mood actually for step two Um, see if you know who said this and when the quote is this I know half the money I spend on advertising is wasted the trouble is I don't know which half you'll find out in the next podcast see you then Hey, it's Rob again. Want to build a successful online business from your expertise? Well, the game has changed. There are bigger opportunities, but also bigger pitfalls than ever before. And I would hate for you to waste years figuring these things out for yourself. Now, as a listener to this show, you're obviously a sensible person, right? So here's my invitation to you apply to jump on a call with me in the next few days and let's talk about you. You will get feedback on your ideas. You will get a product concept that is fit for right now and you will get a personalized sales and income plan to take away. That is free, but availability is limited. So please go along right now to chatwithrob.com. That is chatwithrob.com. Com. Do that now. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Once again, that is chatwithrob.com. Talk to you soon.